Uduwasha city, where the sun is a mirror and the moon a shadow. 800 years ago, the gates of death were broken by the Emperor Immortal. The five key bearers, however, had already unlocked them and walked right through. It is in Uduwasha city they dwell. Now, the ghost field breathes next to our reality, lit by the eternal flame of the well of Udu. It is a second skin, a place where thought and will struggle against gravity and light. In other places, the dead congregate in the ghost field, but in Uduwasha, the well city, the hell city, they fall straight into the flames. See its glittering districts, Chitichpur, where the rich plot to buy the horizon, Bundavest, where the refugees of two different nations flock, and Pasarhandu, the vertical maze of market and murder. And here is Udepat, where the ceaseless temple resides. Its inhabitants, a family, a snake, and a god. The temple has stood since before the gods of this world were forgotten. Watch as it turns the wheels of revolution. Welcome to Desperate Retune, an actual play podcast about people who take risks so they can survive against the odds. Well, hi. Uh, welcome back to Desperate Retune and our current campaign of Blades in the Dark called A Candle Ablaze, set in the city of Uduwasha. I'm Tree, or Saumitri, I'm your GM, and I will be running this game for you today. My name is Emma, I am playing Joan, a retired ghost fighter, and I use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Chloe. In real life, my name is Zohab, and I'm a he, him, and I'm playing Miras Chakraborty, the crew's leech, who is an engineer turned cult leader. I'm Prince, he, him, I play Vickers, a roof baller and Miras' wife. I'm Soap, I play Abbas, the religious scholar, and uh, pain in Miras' side. And um, yeah, my pronouns are he and him. Oh, I actually forgot my pronouns, which are all of them. Um, I really don't care. Last we left off, we had seen a... Uh, an operation, or at least an attempt at an operation to eat the so-called monarch of the uh, Scotland nation, who happens to be in Aruvia. Of course, one of the reasons that she is this monarch is that she is currently of the ironclad belief that she is the monarch of the entire world, and Scotland just happens to be part of it. Crew had been trying to get her to meet the two Scotland royals, their own company. As in events transpired, uh, though this meeting is about to occur and is being arranged, uh, the royals have nevertheless returned to the temple for the time being, mostly because um, one of them has taken uh, a very large liking to Joan. So I think that just as we kind of like enter downtime, um, We'll talk a little bit about like what that means mechanically uh, for anyone who is new to Blades. Let's first, I think, I'm interested to see what the vibe in the family and in the crew is after we saw the last, uh, it, what we saw in the last scene, which was turning to the temple, having made these arrangements. 
And having, for some of you, had a very tricky time because you may have been ambushed in the middle of, uh, in the middle of the market district. A men absolutely able and willing to do great violence. Well, the ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Well, Vickers has been tending to her husband's wound, and then they have retreated for some time for private conversation in their bedroom. It's yes, very that's good. not what you should do with someone who's been injured. Uh-huh. That's what a boss does, anyway. <laughs> yes, that, probably. Don't worry, Vickers has the herbal remedies somewhere around here. I think Abbas uh, is going to be in this situation as well. It's like, Miraz, this is this ginger rub over here. Excellent. I once nearly cut my whole arm off. Put it on next day. Good as new. Good as new. Miraz. You what? You regrew your arm? <laughs> it might as well be true. I mean, this stuff is excellent. I don't, I don't know what you're putting on your arm, you know, in when you go to Akaros, but this is this is the this is the real stuff. Let's pass it over here, and I guess I take the ginger root and I and I dab it against. What was it? I, I got shot near the head, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I... yeah. You have a bloodied forehead. I just dab the ginger against my forehead, kind of rubbing it around, and I literally have no idea what this would feel like. Would this hurt? I think it, I feel like it, it must because it you know, must. anything near her forehead is gonna hurt. It's gonna it's gonna sting. Yeah, yeah, like even a, even a proper antiseptic would sting, and this has not been, like, you have no idea what the potency of this thing is, right? It's probably gonna feel like your head's on fire. Yeah, and then I can drop it. Uh, that's probably enough folk medicine for now. Thank you, Uncle. Mm, yes, don't worry. I, I'll, I'll keep it in your room, so whenever you, ne- whenever you need it, you can use it. Um, I'll take it in. Uh, Vickers, uh, did you... We had, we had something to talk about in the room, yes? Yes, quite. Uh, yes, Don't worry, yes. I shall look after him very well, Uncle. Baker mm-hmm. says, and then will pull uh, her husband into her, into her room for for a private conversation with her husband. Don't worry, I've soundproofed the room very well. <laughs> I hung up curtains. Excellent. It is a stone temple, though, so that's important to important yes. to do. Yes, very good. Uh, I think afterwards, though. Uh, I think as Mira is kind of lying there and kind of like staring up at the ceiling, uh, fairly satisfied, he kind of says, turns to Vickers, assuming she's still there, versus mm-hmm. like doing something else. I don't know what she does. Um, turns to Vickers, says, "You know, that was that's probably the first time since school that I've been in an actual scrape." Yes, you do have to look after yourself. After all, none of us are getting any younger. Did you put the root on your forehead, as Uncle Abbas said? Or shall I help you with it? Uh, oh, no, no. Here, see, it's it's right here. And I take the ginger again and I like, put it on my forehead, but there's like a small piece of cotton mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm not actually interacting with the with the ginger, but I'm like uh, showing you that I am. Aha, uh-huh, yes, the benefits of being a tinker-focused character here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then I just say, you know, but I mean, it was surprising, but I actually sort of liked it. Well, I, I, I mean, okay, no, I shouldn't say that, I suppose. Uh, the poor well, fellow. Well, he, he was going to do worse to me, of course, but that poor fellow that I uh, hit with steam. Oh, 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 my. Oh, but the exhilaration of a fight. Uh, I perfectly understand the adrenaline and the excitement, but I will say it was awfully rude of Mr. Morrison to betray us like this. I don't think I, we can let this go 
unchallenged, can we? Uh, well, I hope he learned his lesson. And I told him I'm not paying him back. And then he kind of stops and says, actually, you know what? Uh, I should probably just give him the money back. I want. I, I don't want it. Uh, I'm sure he's going to make... He and his type, they're going to make a lot of trouble over the money. I shouldn't keep that, keep that money, right? I should give it back. It's probably for the best, yes. I feel like after such a such terrible behavior, we ought to break off contact with this. Well, I, I hesitate to even call him a gentleman, to be honest. I say give him the money back and let him know that he shan't be welcome to any of our soirees anymore. Soirees? Are, we, are, we, are you planning a soiree? Well, there was the small matter of the charity function that I had in mind, but we can discuss the, the specifics of it later. Charity function? Yes, all these repairs to the temple, they're, well, they're not free, you know. Yeah, I mean, hmm, charity function. You know what? Maybe, maybe that's a good idea. Yes, charity function. Amiras isn't really listening. Mm-hmm. He's thinking about, he's having a daydream about beating Morosim up. Mm-hmm, yes. Like, Who is this man now? Who am I? <laughs> is it me? <laughs> yeah. And the uh, Vickers puts her hand on his shoulder and says, Anyway, I do believe we should break off contact with him, she says. And then she looks into your eyes with a look of like, yes, I understand exactly what you mean. And maybe we will break off contact and like a leg. This is, this is fine. <laughs> and I guess that's the scene. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, um, as like the, the two of you go upstairs, probably like from the kitchen where the where ginger is most likely to be kept um i think joan remains in the in the door frame having kind of like hung hung back and stays behind to talk with her uncle yeah yes john anything what do you want to talk about so i understand you used to be a firebrand uh those days are Long ago, John, I don't have it. I'm an old man now. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into that kind of thing anymore. You know, do my, do my, my back can't handle it. She gives this like small smile. Yeah, you... and uh, yeah, I think, I think you'll probably tell that when like Abbas is just saying this, just like it, it's just something to say, right? He doesn't really mean any of it. Like I think. He's also, I think, like Miraz, he's also had a little bit of an awakening because of a little skirmish with the, um, you know, where he commanded the Rufal team. Like that, that fired something up in him as well. And that, uh, that combined with what the our serpent god was telling him last session about needing to uh, get out of his rut. Are they also bygone days as far as his majesty is concerned? I didn't get that impression. Uh, yes. He, uh, him, I, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about it. I, I don't know, John. It's been, maybe you can understand. Uh, Miraz, he's a good boy. He, you know, he's a good boy, but he doesn't, he doesn't have it in him to really understand what I'm, where he, he's been away from the, this, from uh, Irovia for too long. He doesn't understand, but. He doesn't understand what? What it was like growing up. Uh, seeing Akaros everywhere. Everywhere I go. Akaros. 
One day I have my favorite coffee shop. Next day it's Akros. He he loves that kind of thing, so he'll never understand. But maybe you can. I don't know. Once I had, once I was so angry, but I don't know if I. But that anger, it I've seen it do terrible things, justified or not, and I don't know if I can, if I can bring myself to do that again. It felt today. When we decided on action after our dressing down at the pits, it felt like it felt like how I imagined temples to be, and their custodians actually guided by a god, like in the books. Our legends say our temple once did great things, and to some extent, I know I should do more. I know I should. Our we. All of this, this temple is not just about you wake up in the morning, you do your service, and then you go to sleep. I know this temple is for the people. And when the people are hurting, I know that I should do something. But I don't know. I I fear myself, Joan. I fear what I've... Some of my friends, uh, when, when we used to... When we used to resist... uh, some of my friends, I've seen them, I've seen them give in to their inner darkness, and I, I cannot see myself in that way. I just can't. You know what they say: no one's ever won a war. Hmm. Well, I guess I don't know. Maybe I have to find some other way to fight. I hope so. I guess I don't know. Anyway, I should see how our guests are doing. Yes, absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, before, I think I, what I would like Abbas to do at some point is I said his friend was the doctor in the university, right? So in my mind, that's someone he's known from his revolutionary days. And maybe he'll go talk to this person at some point, try to air out his thoughts and you know like wow we should do something do you have any ideas (laughs) yeah absolutely i think um this is the moment that camera cuts to the to the front of the the temple where a stern woman her hair in a braid um very like effortly and neatly combed and oiled um walks in she has a pair of glasses wearing like a a black sari, and uh, everyone in the temple knows that she is one of a pair. Uh, but her twin at the moment does not appear to be present. The reason that she is coming in uh, right now is she has uh, information. Uh, and it is not information that is going to be present for anybody to hear. I think she probably spots Zajidan, uh, Miraz's father, kind of like sitting on the, on the veranda, right? Um, and she's going to tell him if there is nobody else to tell. Uh, and what she's going to tell him is that she's just found out uh, from a contact of hers at the bureaucracy that um, someone's just bought up the rights investigate the ceaseless temple 
the headed the that's headed here right now. Uh, just for the audience, just to clarify, this is um, this is one of our adepts, right? Yes, so you have a cohort who are a pair of twins, Padma Priya and Padma Mukhi, and they are not very easy to differentiate uh, for people who don't know them well. And to be honest, it sometimes seems like the only person who can do this is Zajidan. Whichever one it is, they are both like incredibly, incredibly sharp, incredibly aware of like all of the temple's various interests and the things that are um, that are of importance to it. And in fact, that is the big problem because they know this very well, and uh, that's really their first their first priority in all circumstances. I'm curious to know who, if anyone, you think Zajidan is going to bring this to. Because while obviously his son is the head priest, um, this kind of like bureaucracy and uh, form filling is exactly the kind of thing that I think he would expect does to not be fluent in. Um, and it is likely, I think. I disagree. I disagree yeah. with that because I think I, I see Miraz as someone who's like super methodical, so I think he's actually quite good at bureaucracy and forms and all that stuff. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say that uh, between Abbas and Miraz, this is one place where Miraz I think is gonna be actually like the better person to go to, and like Abbas might take offense that Zanjan didn't come to him, but but he knows like Abbas's stuff is like philosophy, like logic, math, right, that kind of thing. But you only like, had oral exams too. Padmapriya yeah. <laughs> is uh, telling Zajidan that um, there appears to be some kind of bureaucratic. It's not a mix-up. I think they are both very clear that this is hostile action, um, and she is speaking to him in low, hushed tones about, you know, she's got a friend who's got a friend, and how it's definitely someone with criminal intent, but funding someone who uh, has been a thorn in your side for a very long time. And this person is Igam uh, Boshundara, uh, who is the head of the Udeput Development and Restoration Com Commission, is on a crusade to redevelop and modernize the entire Udeput region. Um, and what she says is she will keep the historic importance. But surely all of this crumbling infrastructure, you know, the terrible roads, um, the very shoddy nature of like uh, walls and the signposts, all of this stuff that definitely needs to be redone. And uh, she's been clamoring to take over your temple in the name of the city and uh, basically bulldoze it for a very long time. And Padmapriya has now understood that, she, that, that somehow she's laid her hands on some cash and has managed to pay off enough people. This is, uh, mm. is now not imminently happening, but certainly much closer than she's ever been. And I guess Sajidan relays all this to me. 
Yeah, I think Sajidan uh, kind of like listens to her quite calmly. Um, and then in the same kind of easy, stoic manner that uh, he's taken every bit of news that he's ever received probably in his life, um, just kind of nods and comes to find you, uh, knocks on your door, right, where you are still in, you know, private conversation, capital P, capital C, um, and says, uh, does, because are you still busy or might we have a word? Uh, so Victor's is there too? I think so. Yep, all right. So, yes, she will Unless snap Miraz to attention. Unless Miraz is having a private conversation with himself. Uh-huh. So Victor <laughs> snaps to attention as uh, as her father-in-law approaches, and she once again, as she did last time, fusses over how to look proper. And uh, there's a brief moment of panic as she like straightens her clothes and reaches for some makeup, and then decides not to do it. Uh, and then, like, clears her throat and goes, <clears throat> uh, enter. Tries to look as presentable as she can, and. Uh, then, of course, we'll, we'll remember that the old man is still ill and start rummaging through her medicine cabinet. He sees you rummaging, and I think um, he's got a fond smile on his face before he, he's like, oh, wait, I'm here for a specific reason. Uh, he says, yes, I was wondering whether, or I don't suppose you would have. So, Padmapriya has just given me some concerning news. The big Ambushundara, or maybe you haven't, maybe you haven't really been bothered by the uh, by the commission. No, no, that's the uh, that's the Society for Advancing European Modernity, right? Or what? Well, no, 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 no. no, I, no. I, I got the name wrong. It's it's very long. Yes. Uh, what was it? It was the they put Development and Restoration Commission. Um, okay, that sounds nice. It's really not. It's uh. It's a front for redeveloping. Seen the sewers lately. Someone is to someone is to get that sorted out. It does sewers do need to be sorted out? But Gomboshundara does not really um, has no meaningful concern for sewers. She cares much more for the facade. The temple has been one of the bees in her bonnet, and like bees in her bonnet is like a very different phrase. A city in which is like do, like home into death. Um, yeah, basically, what happens, I think, is that he yeah, he continues and he says, um, "Looks like she's got her hands on some cash. Get off some of the bureaucrats. They're gonna come. They will come to do an inspection probably today. I suppose you know anyone who could help? Did they buy the land? I don't." How does this work? Like, okay, so they're going to come and do an inspection of our temple, but uh, and they aren't the government. What will have happened is that they will have contracted Begum to, you know, there will be something about uh, hiring a local expert to evaluate the importance of the historic nature of this landmark and the manner in which it, you know, prevents of access and convenience, you know, this kind of prevarication, and essentially she will have been appointed an agent for the, of the government uh, for these purposes, and the purposes, of course, being destroying the temple and building some kind of ghastly, uh, what do they call them? 
promenades. We certainly cannot have that. Uh, Vicar says, turning around, having finally found what she was looking for, and she will aggressively slam down a bottle of some concoction in front of Zachitan. Vera's mouth, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. And uh, then she stares and says, who is this appointed expert? I shall have a word with the fellow and make sure that no misunderstandings happen about this temple. It's been standing here for, well, I don't even know how long, but it seems a right pity to tear it down over some some silly little development. Besides, the roof, I will have you know, is very important to the local youths as a sports field. Yeah, uh, um, has like a twinkle in his eye as he drinks the concoction. Um, and he says, I'm glad we have your support. Because, but I'm afraid, I'm afraid things like it's important to the youth of the region. And, oh, I don't know. We've been here since before the key bearers. Uh, such things don't appear to matter. It is, uh, it is tiring. Well, then we shall have to show them that it matters, whether by that by community engagement or by money. Remember what I said about a charity function, Miraz? I do yes, think I... we should let such a thing go, go about, and quickly. Yes, that's a very good idea. I've been thinking, and Mira, the wheels actually have been turning in Miraz's head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't there some sort of like? What was it? Appreciating old Eruvia society or something. It, right here in Udaput, the people who just go around and stop any sort of development happening whatsoever. Yeah, that's Abdul. That's the Udaput Society for the Preservation of Landmarks and Heritage. I'm half convinced, by the way, that Boshundara and Abdul are, I don't know, they, they, either, they hate them, each other so much. They must be secretly married or something. Because they spend all of their time ruining the other's plans. Abdul Siddiqui. Hmm. All right, Abdul Siddiqui. Yes, I heard of, I, I think he once sent, where is it? And then he kind of like uh, rummages around in his desk. And then he said, ah, yes, uh, when he heard, look at this letter. And I kind of like hand it over to Zajidan. It's a letter from Siddiqui where he was very vociferously uh, re- uh, trying to discourage me from putting in electric lighting in the temple mm-hmm. <laughs> and so on. And like, you know, and it's, I, I kind of pointed like, look at him. He, he must have some spies amongst the workmen I've been here. He, he, he knows about the new toilet. Like, uh, I mean, obviously I don't like this man, but it seems if we, if there's someone who wants to raise the temple down and put up a promenade in its place or, shopping center or whatever. Can I just interject to say that your spy is actually Abbas who knows yeah. this Abdul Abdul Bhai from before and complains to him about his like, oh, Abdul Bhai, you won't believe my nephew is putting up electric lights everywhere. Uh. <laughs> you, you sit down on ground and then you go to toilet. That's how we've been doing it for toilet for decades and like, why change it? Why do we need this big Marvel throne thing now with the flashing water? <laughs> Uh, I don't think I was a case for like I think he can appreciate good sewage <laughs> maybe I'm quoting from the letter uh, uh, anyway <laughs> yes we'll see uh, anyway so there's that guy uh, a thorn in my side but a put in, but a bigger thorn in Bushnara's side we could probably put the two of them together and meanwhile I can't think of a better occasion on which to bring them head to head than this charity function that you're talking about, Vicar's excellent idea. And why not? 
why not? Why not? So this is, and now, you know, wheels are turning and you're getting excited a little bit. Okay, so we have this, we have the roof, uh, very important to the local youths, yes? We should demonstrate that. We should, a charity roof ball match, yes. Oh, and then I can take up the Northern Lights on their challenge, too. That's wonderful. Very well timed. And I'm looking at uh, my father like, yeah, yeah, I, I, see, see that? I can do this. I can, you know, I, I know what I'm, what I'm about. I think Zajidan says um, a charity roof ball game. That would be nice. Well, we do have the gargoyles coming in to, coming in to meet me maybe tomorrow or the day after. Something about, oh, they would have got pushed out as well. That's why they asked for the meeting. About that, Father, um, I mean, you should be resting. Why are all these people having meetings with you? And there's a little bit of like, I think it's, so obviously um, Miraz is being genuine, like that should be resting, he shouldn't be doing all this. But it's not entirely absent of a little bit of, you know, of like, hey, yeah. this is my job. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I think Zajidan says, um, oh, no, this isn't, this isn't about, well, you know, Vinay is an old friend of mine, and he just wanted some advice about how to deal with someone muscling in on his stuff. So I didn't, I, I hadn't connected the dots. I'm, I'm sorry, Miraz. I will, I will tell him, you know, I can't tell him that I'm not going to be in the meeting, but why don't you join us and, you know, I will make the introduction and then I will leave it in your hands. And I think he is genuinely like, you are, it is your job. And he, he just hadn't realized that uh, this was to do with the temple. He just thought this was like a, you know, old friend number one asking old friend number two for advice. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh... Of course, uh, I, uh, your father, uh, you can talk to your friends, of course. But yes, if it has something to do with the temple, which it seems that it does, uh, I would. It's better if I'm there. Yes. Uh, excellent. I also, and you know, now Miras is like, yes, I'm a, I'm a man about town. I got appointments. I got people to meet. I should also be speaking to Mr. Morrison about that business. And then I kind of like give Vickers a look of like, don't mention the money. Yes. Yes, we should have a word with Mr. Morrison. We wouldn't want him to cause any trouble. Why yeah, would there be I, trouble? Zajidan obviously doesn't know anything. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no. He he gave me a loan, uh, some advance payment and so on. Uh, you know, for various things, refurbishments and so on. I will. I'm not mentioning the fact that it was mostly for my father's yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, medical problems, of course, yeah. 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 Uh, you know, for various things, but I don't know. I've been hearing some unsavory things about him. Um, yeah, I don't want to get mixed up in any sort of thing. And it would be, I don't know, if this Boshundhara person is deputized by the law or something to kind of like chase us out. If they find out that we're in cahoots with unsavory characters, which I'm sorry, father, uh, I shouldn't have taken that loan. Exposing us to risk and so on, but I'll give the money back. Well, we'll sort it out. Yes. Is there? Yes, we shall give the money back and a little bit extra. Because that's <laughs> the clear. Yeah. Um. Is there a like a childhood nickname that Zajidan had for you? I think there should be. Like a dark name. I think it should be very embarrassing. It should be very embarrassing. 
mean uh, your miras right uh mm. no but it, it should have like no correspondence to my actual name and should just be very silly and and infantilizing yeah mm. uh maybe he may, <laughs> i just have this horrible idea of him just calling me cutie oh my uh, god or or <laughs> or snakelet oh snakelet yeah i think i think that's very cute yes you are correct um yes. what is snake in snakelet. bengali by the way yes shop ah okay yeah, yeah okay i think that's cooler than snakelet so i think Let's we'll keep... stick it stick with snake snakelet mm-hmm. um i think he will say yes. oh snakelet what did i always tell you about <laughs> oh dear taking and giving loans hmm? mm-hmm. never be in debt and never be in credit and from this morosim character wasn't he the one who got us the silk and then he got in trouble oh. yes yes sorry father i was in a bit of a bind we uh what did you need the money for yeah. i mean if you just told me you know i've got some friends we could have figured something out is this about the new roofball uniforms i mean it's you look fine don't you like vickers You look incredible. Hey, why? Thank you. <laughs> Vickers has been caught aback by her father-in-law's compliment. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. I mean, we'll give the money back. We'll we'll sort it out. Uh, I've already, you know, had some harsh words with him. He let me down with something else again. You don't need to know about it. It's not a big deal. Uh, yes, we'll sort it out. Um, I think. Yeah. I think uh, saying to your father, you don't need to worry about it. It's not a big deal. is not a risk free action. Mm. I mean I'm happy to roll to convince him but I'm also it's one of those things where I think I I prefer to fail it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I don't know we may, maybe we could roll for like how it just makes gonna... sense that mm-hmm. he sees through yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. No, I yeah, think yeah. um Yeah, so it's not like I'm trying to succeed. Yeah, I think that's very fair. I think oh, okay, uh the reason that I that I flagged it is I think that he is an unless you try to succeed you are going to fail here so if you're happy if, if you think that failing is interesting then i think what will happen is that he will his his eyebrows furrow right um it's not an uncommon expression on his face you've seen it many times before you left the university and it is the look of like a mixture of concern and um yeah concern and no little disappointment unfortunately and he says um fine you're you're an adult now and you don't need me poking about in your affairs i just you know i thought you would like to know about the about the begum and i and you know i've told you so i think i will get make myself some chai and yeah he's just going to be like yeah fine you know you do you you want to lie to me you can lie to me i don't mm-hmm. have a problem with that and he's going to walk away I'm also happy to roll fortune to see like what he's actually going to do about it afterwards yeah. like the severity. Yeah, I think like we'll figure like I want to cut away for a sec here but I think we will it's like I think the the Zajidan scene is like done because he's going to leave but uh it is an interesting yeah. role to see like what he's going to do. Yeah. It. I'll just roll, I'll just roll fortune. And I think I'm pushing myself because I'm stressed out in real in not in real life but in uh, in character. So just rolling Bon- yes. uh, sorry, there should have been a bonus test. Okay. Uh so that's Yeah, so I'll this. Well, I mean, I guess it can just be 3 if you're counting it that. Yeah, point. I think okay, so let's clarify here that um this is not how I ran my last campaign, but I think that 
that was, easier. That, yeah, it, 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 that was complicated as all get out and unnecessary. So let us say that if you roll too many dice, then we will just take the leftmost. And if you roll too few dice, you can always just roll extra. And in this case, you rolled too few because you should have had one. And the way the system works is if you have zero dice, you roll two and take the lower. But you rolled two threes. So it would have been a three in any case. That's yeah. fine. Um, and I love failing in this situation. It's great. Yeah. Who doesn't like to lie to one's father and uh, be, be caught immediately? Yeah, I think so. Joan, uh, you are tracked down, not by uh, Padma Priya, who is the. She's kind of like stern, but she's, she's ultimately the nicer one of the two. She's the one who uh, kind of has more concern for people's feelings. Um, no, you are, you are tracked down by Padma Mukhi, who is uh, a bit more off-putting in some ways. Um, uh, she, much like her sister, is wearing a black sari, uh, hair in a braid. I think um, today she has on a... Uh, a gold chain around her neck that her sister doesn't have on. Um, and she has tracked you down in order to find out where His Majesty is because she knows that for whatever reason, His Majesty has chosen you as his favorite. And uh, if there is a quick way to get to him, it is to find you. Where is she finding you? Probably um, coming out of the chambers of our guests very good and then i think that your guests will also hear her because she's not being particularly quiet about it um <laughs> he says uh ah john um i need you to take me to uh his majesty immediately there has been a development in uh well just one of these things that happens and this is just informing such as no problem of course but uh if you could just take me to uh, the eternal one and I think that this is where we see that at least for Padma Priya and Padma Mukhi, uh, is really still the person who's running the ship, and they are still his, you know, loyal hands. Um, which is not to say that they wouldn't do uh, what you told them to do, or that they don't think that you are part of the temple and the family, but that I think it is one of the reasons that they are not quite as reliable to you uh, as they should be, because they sometimes think that their judgment is better than yours. So yeah, in this case... Well, yeah. of course. Is, is he not in his regular place? Ah, no, I did have a look, and he does not appear to be there. And well, um, we really don't have much time, and normally, you know, doing the ritual, attempting to summon him, it doesn't always work, does it? Whereas well, you have a talent. And she doesn't even want to really come out and say, he likes you more than he likes me. So she's going to try and uh, talk around it. I guess I guess I know where he likes to go around this time of day. A few places we can go look there. She is a little bit like taken aback as like, of like, hey, find, find our God, please. Yep. Uh, doesn't feel like she is capable of it, but she will definitely try. Uh, yeah, and, and it's and basically go look. Yeah, and it's the excellent situation mm -hmm. of um, if you fail, uh, she will blame you and not herself. So you know. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, so I think this is a role. I think there is some risk here. 
but I think you're in a controlled position because the risk is mostly her being somewhat disappointed in you. Okay. So I think what um, what Joan thinks she's doing is that she's just going to like go to the place that the snake frequents uh, and like head to like like a kind of lit little like rooftop garden first and then I don't know some like alley that is pretty but also a dead end um, but what she's actually doing is she's just like kind of letting herself be guided so it will be in a tune ball okay so I have a question for you um, so in the uh -huh. standard setting of Blades in the, in the Dark in Duskwall ghost field is like uh very different to the ghost field here, right? Because the ghost field in Uduwasha is much more calm and much more placid and uh, suddenly completely devoid of ghosts, which is nice. Um, so how does yeah. Joan feel about this difference? Like what, does, what is different in the way that she attunes here because of like a very different way uh, that Uduwasha is to like most other places in the world? I think attuning when she was a railjack and she worked like on the roofs of these trains that go between the cities uh hunting the ghosts that uh clog the railways back then because the field is so suffused with uh like the tr the like terror and fury of uh of ghosts it was something that she was always like pushing away and when she did have to attune to it, it was like letting, reluctantly letting a defense fall. And I think it's still like that for her here. Right. Except that the like overwhelming chaos that uh, she expects doesn't come. Interesting. Yeah. And I think this is a good time to make this role. So I think you're in a controlled position and like you can absolutely do this, right? Like you can find. Uh, His Majesty, so standard effect. Mm -hmm. And it's Hi, a fun. yeah. Okay, so I, I I know exactly what happens, which is that um, you you find him, and I think that you find him. Um, you end up having to like look in three or four places before you do, and uh, when you do, in fact, you find yourself back in the Sanctum Sanctorum, which is where, uh, like Adma. Padma Mukhi should have looked in the first place, right? And uh, I mm -hmm. think what you've basically done is that you have embarrassed her because when she tried to find him here, he wasn't here. But now when you've turned up, uh, he's, he's here. And so she's like, I beg your pardon? Who the hell do you think you are? Right? Um, and she's just a bit like, you know, I've lived in this temple my entire life and I've devoted my life to it and all this stuff. And like, is this new newcomer just turning up thinking that she can, you know, uh, have the run of the place? Um, but the snake is here, and, and as, as he sees you, he coils upward, um, and he says, uh, Ah, my children, were you looking for me? With like a little bit of like, yeah, I know what I'm doing, and you know, that's your problem and not mine. She, like, uh, Joan kind of, like, glances awkwardly at Padma, Padma Mukhi. Uh, we, well, she, she uh, we had news. 
News. Hmm. What sort of news uh, are you, do you bring to me today, young disciple? Uh, and, and now, like, turns to look at Padmamukhi, and Padmamukhi says, um, O Eternal One, the temple is under threat from forces outside of our control. We seek your guidance. X is like, okay, but I'm not really sure what you want me to do about it. And it, I think the snake says, um, I leave it in your capable hands. Young disciples, I have no doubt that you are more than able to fend off whatever this new threat is. And, and then it suddenly cuts off and its uh, head turns to the left. And it says, and in any case, there is a much more pressing matter that I must now devote my energies to. <laughs> and this much more pressing matter is absolutely uh, some kind of prey deep in the tunnels of Uduwasha that uh, it now thinks it's going to like track down uh, to eat, play with, who knows, uh, and leaves you there with a very irate Padma Mukhi, but also with the knowledge that like the snake doesn't lie, right? Uh, so if it says, I have complete confidence in you, it only says this because it does have complete confidence in you. So I guess we've got this then. Did you have a plan, or, or was this your plan? This was the plan, and I don't appreciate the tone that you are taking with me currently. I don't think that it has the requisite respect for the time and the energy that I have put in. And, well, no wonder this temple is in such a state if these are the state of its disciples. Very well, I suppose we must meet the head priest. Uh, and then I think it's at that moment that she she realizes it's not even Zajizan's not the head priest anymore, and she says, uh, "I suppose the snakelet will have some ideas." Um. And she just like wordlessly follows. Honestly, I have a question: uh, Are we in downtime? No, we now? are, in, or are there more scenes? No, no, no we are, are in downtime. Yeah, um, okay. and I think this is a good point to add to downtime. But this is your uh, entanglement. Right, which is that the out of character you like we know that what has happened is that the hive has basically like funded someone who does not like your temple and has done so in order to uh make your life tough because not only did you embarrass them, you also like horrifically hurt one of their like like top enforcers right. Uh-huh. I totally understand. My question is just, do we resolve this entanglement as a scene, or do we resolve it as the next score, so to speak? I think the next score. Um, so obviously we are inviting Begum Bushindara and everything to the party. In fact, I think we should also invite Morrison to the party, so that we okay. can deal let's with just, him there as well. Yeah, let's just invite all our problematic NPCs to our big party, and then make a lot of money. This sounds <laughs> like a flaw with no possibility of, of flaw or error. Yes, very good. Absolutely, we, we know what we're doing. Why wouldn't we? So I'd love to see downtime scenes, especially I'd love to see everyone's vice. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, Who's up first? Anyone can go first, of course. We. Uh, I have some ideas, but. Yeah, I think let's do one downtime for each PC and then do another. The way that it works is okay. that Fair. Uh, for anyone who's unfamiliar with Blades, is that uh, each player character gets 
two free downtime actions, which can be saving some stress. It can be working on a project. Um, there's a few things that you can do. And if you have the money, you can do more, but like you get to as per standard. So let's start with the angel of death. Uh, yes. So uh, my second action, I'm just going to flag for this, will involve Joan. Okay. I have a scene that I'm bonding with her, but I think it makes chrono more chronological sense to do this action first. So just just pinning that I will want to hang out with Joan later. Mm -hmm. um, but for now, I think I am going to go see, uh, indulge my vice and recover some stress. And to do that, I'm going to see Purnima Ghosh of the Weaver Birds. And so we will see Vickers in her roofball uniform with her cap and her like leather corset thing and her angel wings on her back. Um, just leaping from rooftop to rooftop out over the city towards a different district, mm -hmm. flying forwards. And then we will see her opponent. And like this is not actually a match. We just meet sometimes to talk and train because we're worthy opponents of each other. Nice. And I think Purnima... Uh, who is captain of the Weaver Birds, wears a lot of feathers. Mm -hmm. She has a collar of feathers. She has like almost a cloak of them. She collects them from various birds around the city. Crows, pigeons, all manner of things. Yep. And she is very proud and straight-backed with an uh, Aquilian profile. Mm. And uh, yeah, I will, we will see Vickers fly up and land, like balancing on top of an old beam sticking out from one of the from one of the buildings, and Vickers will just hurl a ball like straight at her as a projectile. Yeah, this is how we say hello. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Udnima, um I think she carries with her uh, a net, which is a very non-standard um, piece of kit for a roof baller, because if a net gets tangled up while you are up on a roof. Um, it's very it's very easy for that net to then like cause you to like plummet down several stories. But she's very competent with it. We see her um, mm -hmm. use it, in fact, like dodge and then use the net to catch the ball. Yeah, this is why this is why she's my worthy opponent. Yes, exactly. Um, and I think she doesn't call you Vickers, right? Like that's that's the name that like her friends call you. I think she calls you. Um, mm -hmm. Ah, Victoria. I wondered when you would arrive. It's only been, oh, I don't know, two hours since I've been out here. Yes, I'm dreadfully sorry about it, but I'm afraid our next match won't end up happening. I've been challenged by the Northern Lights. Do you know anything about them? Vicar says and then leaps out of the way for the counter-strike that she just knows is coming. Yeah. From Vernima. And uh, she expertly kind of like brings this net... Um, and lets go of like one end that she's holding and then grabs it again uh, to give it enough leeway that the ball leaves the net coming straight for you, but the net remains securely in her hands, right? And she says, um, Northern, oh, the Scotland refugees? Hmm, tough crowd, but uh, I'm not sure they're exactly the kind of crowd you want to be playing if you want to make it so big in the leagues. They have kind of a rough reputation. And I think, like, in this context, rough doesn't mean physically violent because that's the game. I think rough kind of means, like, mm -hmm. unpolished in their technique, like, favoring like, raw strength yeah. 
over you know like mm-hmm. more uh, more more sophisticated yeah. like ways of playing. So I've gathered. I would like to outmaneuver them if possible. Vicar says and catches the ball as it bounces back behind her with her foot, kicks it up into the air, and like leaps and heads it towards Purnima again. As we continue our conversation, and uh, she says, "So I will need to work on my evasion. My team is nowhere near strong enough to take them on in physical combat, but I thought I might try out a few techniques on you if you don't mind terribly." Vicar says, and there's a gleam in her eye of like, "I'm challenging you." Yeah, I'm so challenging you. Yeah, I think Putnima uh, like smiles, and you can see that like. Um, on the right side of her, of her, of her jaw, there's like one tooth that's been chipped, and uh, it's like an old mm-hmm. roof ball scar, right? That like ball hit her so hard, uh, in her face that the tooth just broke off in her mouth, mm-hmm. right? Um, and yep. she says, uh, "Oh, Victoria, I thought you'd never ask." As mm-hmm. she reveals that, like, and then I think. No, I was uh-huh. just going to say, as she reveals that she has not brought just one ball, but like, you know, she's actually standing on what appears to be a pile of balls. She's getting ready to throw all of them at you. Uh-huh. Okay, perfect. So, what we're going to see is a montage now mm-hmm. of Vickers running a gauntlet, basically. Yes. Just like assaulted <laughs> with projectiles, uh, many of which are balls, some of which are not. And this is where I roll my indulge vice, I think, as I Excellent. struggle against Purnima's challenge. Yeah. And we'll see if I lose any stress from this, because this is what Vickers lives for. So, if there's any way she de-stresses this shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So, I roll a three, clearing three stress. I will call that good enough. It's not what I would have preferred, but uh, I think the reason why I don't clear more stress is that it becomes clear to Vickers that, like, I'm in shape to deal with this. Yep. But can I get my team to execute these maneuvers? I'm not sure. Yeah. And I bet, in fact, that, like, once she realizes that you're in shape, uh, she demands that you like you hamper yourself physically precisely because you're gonna have to be covering for other people, right? So she says, "Okay, do that, but mm-hmm. now you're not allowed to use yeah. your left hand or like uh, keep your eyes shut and let's yeah. see how well you do or whatever, right?" Like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, absolutely. So yes, I have a showdown against Purnima, and obviously I pass it with flying colors, but I still remain nervous about my team, yeah. and that's yeah, my scene. I'm sure. I'm sure socks would do very well in this in this exercise. No problems at all. That's why you didn't even bother bother bringing her. Um, who's next? I can go. That's okay with everyone. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Mira's he's got his level one harm, and he's not going to go around in polite society trying to actually do things before he treats his medical problem because he's a normal human being. So let's see. I do not know any physicians. I do, uh, but you might not want to go to mine because he's very traditional. Yeah, <laughs> I want an actual doctor. Uh, but, so we'll see. Um, yeah, actually, Tree, what happens here? What happens in such a situation? But Miraz, I do know an actual doctor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you going to take me to your friend? Um, I was actually thinking that oh, this could work because I was thinking for Abbas's uh, downtime actions, he was going to go to his friend and start like try to get his like university buddies together to make like a newspaper to uh um like as part of his you know like i guess being more proactive um because that's what the snake wants him to do right but he'll do it his way right he's not gonna go and actually like just start like you know like bombing places 
I think um, when it becomes apparent that the ginger seems to have like, okay, it's not an infection because that's really serious, but like yeah. it's not really doing very much and I kind of complain and you're like, fine. Maybe you're like, fine, okay, I'll take you to an actual doctor. I need mm. to talk to him anyway. Her. Uh, so I guess we can frame the scene or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So like, are we showing up at his? I don't know. Do you want to have a uncle nephew scene as we were walking there or something? <laughs> Do you know what? I can also indulge my vice because my and maybe try to clear some stress uh, with you as my target because my uh, vice is lecturing. <laughs> so we are actually. Hmm. <laughs> so we want to play out going going to the university. A little, we could a little bit, you know. Yeah, it actually helps us also, like uh, you know, introduce the university a bit. Yeah, yeah. it's in Udaipur, right. right? Same district as we are. It's close by, yeah. So walking distance, we can just uh, make our way across. And I think, yeah, but, uh, like so. But wait, is that where we put the university? I don't quite remember. Yes, uh, the oh, university, university is. Yes, okay. is in Udaipur. There's it's, also uh, one in the hand, I believe. There's yes, one in the that's hand. That's the accuracy engineering one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is a uh, you know this is more like uh, this university is like it's you know it's not specialized, right? It's just you get. I think they probably just have one or two programs and it's just vaguely like philosophy kind of like where or like natural sciences like it's very like broad subjects where the we said the one in the hand is just this is this is mining like engineering to get the best of the best. All right, so uh, I guess we are strolling through the uh, the winding paths of Udafud because and you know um get making our way I don't know uh, Sing through the botanical garden, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense for that to be attached to. The, it is attached to the university. You said, I would, right? I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, man, I get to the and you know, and that's enough. Abbas goes off. He starts lecturing. He's like, uh, Miraz, you know, all these pills that you bring back from Akros, right? I don't know why you ever bother because this look, everything, all your pills, you know where they come from. They come from here, right? You put it through your factory and you turn it because you accuracy, right? You can't have anything unless it's in a pill, unless it comes in a bottle. But just come get it straight from the trees here, you know. Like, I don't know why you have to make such a like, why you have to be so fussy about everything. Uh, I, I wish airports, airports existed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all right, we'll, we, 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 we won't go into too much. Deal. Okay, well, so there's the botanical gardens, and then maybe you know, we will walk by a little bit, and there's the obsidian tower, right? The building of volcanic glass, there's a library, right? And, and you know, like now, Abbas is waxing lyrical about <laughs> uh, my in my younger days, like I would spend all day in this building, like all day, like I have there is not one book in there that I have not read. Every book, you know, I mean, I was like, book. if you ever have any question about anything. Anything you know, just come to me. I can tell you. I can tell you everything. That, that tell you what? There is too. Uh, this is you uh, indulging your vice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you should roll for it, and then I'll see how well Miras listens or what happens. All right. Like, um, how much satisfaction do you get from lecturing me today? <laughs> um, how does it work mechanically? I just press the indulge vice button and submit. No bonus die or anything for something like this, right? Mm-hmm. So here's a question. So normally you get a bonus potentially if someone's helping you, but that's normally meant to be NPCs. I don't know what happens if a PC helps you. Well, it doesn't matter because I've got a six. So Excellent. incredible. Yes, I've lectured the living daylights out of you. <laughs> so much so that in fact you should take stress. 
<laughs> Hold up now, you're not playing the vampire here. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I think I... Can can I say what happens on the overindulgence? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, so, so this was an overindulgence? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All right, so that means yeah. that you clear more. Just to clarify for people who aren't aware, that means you clear right. more stress than you have, which means that you overindulge in your comfort behavior, and bad mm-hmm. things happen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the bad thing that happens. So Miraz, he hasn't been feeling that well. Uh, the cut's gotten a bit worse. The ginger didn't help. It's not an infection yet, but it might be. He's, he's feverish. He's walking. He's stumbling around. I'm just intentionally making it worse, even though it shouldn't be that yeah. bad. He's uh, kind of stumbling around like. Uh, Normally he'd he'd either like engage in some sarcastic repartee with you or kind of just nod along and pretend to listen, but now he's just kind of like spaced out, right? And as you kind of like lull him into more of a stupor, as <laughs> feverish, he kind of like hmm. As we entered the university, he kind of like physically bumps into hmm. He physically bumps into this scholar who was carrying this gigantic pile of books in, in his arms. And like, as I bump in, the books scatter all over the place and I kind of fall down on, on them. Like, I'm not passed out, but like, yeah. uh, kind of useless. And I think the scholar gets like super mad at us. Um, uh, so I think like, at least we take two heat. Like, uh, this makes sense. Yeah. Okay. We okay. take two heat and then we have to deal with this guy. All right. Um... It's probably someone you know, actually. Yeah, it is. Uh, so okay, but I, I do still clear the stress. Yeah. yeah, yeah yes, you yeah. do. All right. Okay. Good. All right. I'm unstressed. <laughs> I'm weakly trying to get up again. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, so so sorry. Uh, and then again, kind of like pat this. I try to pick up some of the books and it falls out of my hands. Uh, Mira, what 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 you're doing? Sorry, I'm so sorry, sir. Where um, is guy? Like, should I roll doing? too? And you see why you're walking? Like, oh, okay. Jesus. Okay, no, they don't say Jesus in this country. Um, no, they say... Buy the snake. We can say something generic like Yakuba or something like that. You know? I, I know. No, I know, I know. This, is, this is a university. Yeah. So we haven't encountered demon princes yet, like we or the keepers as we're calling them yeah. here. But this is a university, so it would be dedicated to what? Who was it? Kayat? Yeah, and Kayat is the who was the oh, one yeah. for knowledge? Wisdom. Are you yeah, gonna have Kayat. this guy are yeah. you gonna have this guy say like Astafir Kayat? My <laughs> <laughs> Kayat, what are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think like this is also like a temple to Kayat in a certain way, right? Yes, this makes sense. Um like, a temple, the university. I I feel the university has just been around, right? Like it's not. It's not a, I, mean, I think that like the like, the Ankayat house. Yeah, I think it's considered equivalent as yeah, such. Yeah, yeah. I think like the Ankayat house is definitely like a big patron here, right? But I don't. I think you know, like uh, this. It's it is a university. I think people like and with a lot of the population of Udrasha still worshiping the old gods, like like. I guess it could be in the sense that, you know, like, uh, say here, the University of, like, Toronto, like, you know, you've got, in name, right, it's some saint college, but, right, like, it, it's not really a church institution. Yeah, and I think probably... That makes sense, of course. Yeah. I think probably in this case, it's also that, like, as with everything in Uduasha, 
um, nothing is really settled. Some mm -hmm. people will say, yes, it's a temple, and some people will be like, nope, it's yeah. uh, as a for forgotten god called uh, uh, the knowing and the know uh, the knowing and the knowledgeable. And uh, this university is founded by you know that god or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, I think this the idea of this guy being a kayat cultist, yeah. maybe yeah. he's, he's even an unkayat himself. Yeah, I think this person Actually, yeah, is not it's a... more than I think it's more than he's like Kayat al cultist. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Let's make it a Kayat, make him a Kayat cultist, a Kayat cultist, so that Abbas would not actually like him very much because we haven't had like Abbas meet anyone that he dislikes yet. Yes. Uh, and this is why he's he's like so unhappy, right? Like if it was like so, like a friend of yours, they'd be like, oh yeah, don't worry yeah. about it. You know, things happen. But this guy is not. All right. Uh, what's this guy's name? Like, should I name him? Or do I know him? Yeah, you know him. Absolutely, give him a name. Oh, okay. I'm thinking he's something on Kayat, but what? Uh... He's like nobility then. Could be like from a I don't know. No, they have like sub houses within yeah, the houses. Yeah, and I think right? like if you're a no, I guess we'll... if you're a cultist of the house, you don't necessarily have to be part of the house, right? Like you can you can believe in a right, god right, without okay, necessarily okay. being related but... to the house. All right. Let's, the reason uh, I'm kind of pushing for this is that we haven't encountered the noble houses yeah, yet, so I think it's okay. nice if he is actually a member of the house. Oh, okay, maybe not like a high-ranking one, but like okay. yeah. Ooh, let's see. Let's call him. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Has anyone got a name? I'm I'm terrible with names. Yunus. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yunus yeah. Ankayat. Yeah. Yeah. So Yunus Ankayat. Um, I think yeah, up these all right. books and just yelling yeah. at you and saying. At first, like I was like. Yeah. At first, Abbas is like, oh, Miraz, look where you're going. But then he looks up and sees who it is and he goes, Oh, Yunus. What the bloody hell are you doing, man? Like, we just, you got your book stacked so high you can see where you're going, bumping into my nephew like this? Oh, Abbas, uh, what are you doing? Just because you just carry that name on What are you doing back in the university? I thought mm -hmm. you were, I don't know, uh, in your little temple, pretending that uh, your snake knew everything <laughs> that's worth knowing. Oh, and is this your awful yeah. nephew? With people like you still at this university. <laughs> With people like you still at this university, you clearly need my expertise. Uncle, uh, I'm tugging at your uh, <laughs> sleeve. because like, uh, I'm not feeling too well. Uh, can we Can we go? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also ignoring weak, this man. Weak blooded, yeah. just like uh, your uncle. Hmm? Yes, unsurprising. You're lucky you have to take my nephew to the doctor today, you, you know. Otherwise, I like to show you where, where your place just because you carry this name on Kayat, you think. Uncle, you think please. So yeah. And I think he, uh, <laughs> he's definitely like noticing that you're injured, right? Like, and he's gonna, he's gonna like ask yeah. some questions and make up some rumors. It may not even be true, right? But he's just gonna be like, oh, you know, mm. I saw, I saw that guy, Abbas and his nephew. And mm. oh my God, you wouldn't even believe. I think like uh, we are going off, and it just kind of devolves into going, "You, you bloody, Ooh, you, 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 no, yeah, you." Yeah, absolutely. As we yeah. just want, you, you bloody, no, you bloody. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right, all right, we're away from yeah. the hospital wing, as well. <laughs> <laughs> the medical school. Huh? We're also in the medical school, right? I guess like we're approaching. Oh yeah, so we're, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, great for the patients. Mm. And so blows out our brief candle. I named the disciples of the ceaseless temple thus, with both their false names and true. Saumitri called Tree as the GM. Zoheb 
called Clow as Miraz, Prince as Vickers, Emma as Joan, Adiyat called Soap as Abbas. Blades in the Dark and the original inspiration for Udo Asha by John Harper and Evil Hat Productions. Iruvian Playbooks by John Stone Metzger. Jalandahar Intro Music by Kevin McLeod. Outro Music in Kiravani Ragam by Yusri Nivas. Follow us at Desperate Attune on Twitter or email us at desperateattune at gmail.com. Support us at ko-fi.com slash desperateattune.